Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the Percy Jackson series, Star Wars uh, Vision Season 2, also uh, the Pro Family Season 2, and we'll be sharing our thoughts on some of this week's biggest new releases on Disney Plus. And so, yeah, so before we go any further, if you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube or on the audio platforms as well. And also check us out over at What's On Disney Plus, bookmark favorite, etc. You can find us on all the different social medias. I'll be giving some shout outs later on to our patrons and YouTube supporters, but let's jump into the news. So a little bit of a, it's been a few new, there's been a few nuggets this week, but nothing massive. It's definitely feels a bit of a quiet spell right now in terms of Disney announcements. But it was confirmed that Walker Scobell is going to be playing uh, Percy Jackson in the upcoming Disney Plus series. You might know him as the kid from the Adam Project, which was on Netflix recently. Um, he played a younger version of Ryan Reynolds. And I'm going to be honest, he stole the movie. Now, it's hard to steal scenes with Ryan Reynolds, but this kid did. Um, this was a big reveal. He apparently got the job back in uh, January, and they finally released it. I think this is the... If you're going to try to boost a new series, this kid, this kid's good. This kid is really good. I haven't cool. seen The Adam Project yet, so I have no idea who this kid is. I guess we'll, nah. I guess we'll have to watch it just to find out. It's, it's that kind of thing. I think that was the good thing was because of everyone, a lot of people knowing him from the um, the Adam Project, which literally only just came out, there was a lot of goodwill because there was a lot of lines of, oh, that kid's really good. And it wasn't just like, oh, I don't know who this kid is. I've never heard of him. It was like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's you know, he's going to be an up-and-coming kid and obviously multiple seasons and stuff, I suspect, for this show. I think this show could be one of the big breakout non-Marvel and uh, Disney Buster well, Star Wars shows. I think this one's got the possibility. And adding him into it is instantly, I think, just raised uh, the bar. It's set to start filming um, pretty soon in Vancouver. They're getting all the sets and the costumes and stuff ready right now in um, Vancouver. Yeah, so I, I, I'm really looking forward to this series. I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. I, I've never read the books, but it's got a very hardcore following. And uh, I think as long as Disney doesn't screw it up, It'll, it has the potential to last for a long time. And, you know, uh, the writer has been very active on Twitter and social media yeah. um, saying how involved he is and how much Disney is listening to him. So assuming that continues to be true, mm. uh, very high hopes for this series. Well, this is the key thing. Um, he obviously wants to make sure that it's a good thing because he hated the movies mm -hmm. and didn't like the, the changes they made. And ultimately, he's the creator, and you know he's done. He's done. A, he's got a lot of books, a lot of creative stuff being done. He's a, you know, if they, if this works right for not just he's working on other projects with Disney, this could be, you know, this this could be a really big big thing. So that was that was pretty good. So that was I'm great. <coughs> Sorry, um, just choking on my cup of tea. Um, so we've also got a brand new Simpsons short coming next week called uh, "When Billy Met Lisa." It's going to star Billy Eilish and also um, Phineas. I, I, I don't know. Honest, I've got no idea who he is. Um, and they're going to, she's trying to find a quiet place to play her saxophone when Billy invites Lisa to a studio for a special jam session she never forgets. So this follows in with previous shorts. Now, I'm going to be honest. Disney needed to have released this yesterday when nothing was released. There was nothing yesterday on Disney Plus release, which is the first time I think we've had a Friday in the United States without something, I think, since it's launched. Um, they've always managed to get something. Next week, we do not need any extra stuff because there's four new originals dropping next Friday, two of which I will be talking about later today. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad with again a Simpsons one. It just seems wider on Earth Day. It seems a random date to drop this in with so much other content. Um, maybe it'll make sense in the context of the story, though the plot line doesn't suggest it. No. <laughs> I, I think it's it's more likely it wasn't ready for this week. Yeah, and uh, you know, we tend to think of these things as being done very far in advance, but in actuality, most shows and movies are are done like mm. hours before the release. So. It, I think that they would have realized as well that this would be the better week to do it. It just wasn't ready. That's my guess. Yes. Um, I mean, we don't. We know very little. I mean, it's probably only going to be about two minutes long. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a Simpsons short. I mean, this is I think it's like the only thing they can really do with the Simpsons now without making they can't actually make new episodes because I mean, ironically, in a number of countries, including like Australia and Canada, new episodes of the Simpsons are dropping every single week. Um, because that's where they released, but it's just in the US, and I know here in the UK, they haven't quite got to that stage yet. But yeah, so more Simpsons is good. Um, also some other little bits and pieces. Apparently, the loud the proud family louder and prouder is kept returning for a second season. This was revealed on Disney's official YouTube page for the community tab, but they quickly removed it. My guess is that it's supposed to come, it's been released a little bit early. Um, but so it's coming back. So the finale is dropping next Friday. I'm sorry, next Wednesday. Um, not a huge surprise to see this one. I think there's been a lot of rumblings of it being pretty good. Not a, not a huge show in terms of ratings. I've not seen a huge amount of discussion about it. But it's it's a safe. It, I, to me, I wasn't surprised with this news at all. No, and I have been watching it. It's it's been a very entertaining show. Mm -hmm. uh, so glad to see a second season of that one coming in. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I watched a few episodes and just it just wasn't for me and I, I didn't really go back for it. But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad it's getting another go. And also, with the shorter 10 seasons, I feel like you can kind of, you know, you can stretch out these seasons. You know, when they, the days are doing like 20 plus episodes, you can kind of get two seasons out of one um, and get a little bit longer out of it. But And also get it out on, get it out earlier rather than waiting until episode 2022. 20, you can get them out when you've got like 11 in the can and Get, get 10 of them out so that's always a good thing i think that's what they did with what if itself um also a lot of rumors going around of star wars visions is going to be returning for a second season later this year cinnamon links um reported that it's coming back some of the studios are working on it again and they're kind of doing a continuation of some of those stories which makes a lot of sense because i think you know they went down well a lot of love for star wars visions are kind of a, a collection of anime shorts um which don't really have a connection with Star Wars in the same way. I mean, I was just like, this is a, a no-brainer. You need you need content. You need Star Wars content. We need content made in Japan. So, yeah, tick, 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 tick. This was just like, and an, again, a no-brainer to me. And they can do as many seasons of this as they possibly want. And it's always fun to see other people's interpretations on these projects. Uh, you know, they're still within the constraints of what Star Wars is, but they get to see it through through their traditions of storytelling rather than ours. I'd love yeah. to see uh, projects like this from other countries as well. Yeah. It, to me, it's just, it's just makes so much sense for them to do visions. And, stuff. and we're actually starting to see quite a few Japanese stuff. There's been a few announcements through the official um, Japanese website of new shows that they're working on, new live shows and new animated ones. And the general consensus seems to be in all the press releases, they're trying to get them out worldwide. You know, they're, they're, I think they're later. They're not coming as quickly as they are in Japan. But we are going to see a lot more of this kind of content. And I know Hulu has had some great success with its um, anime 
and obviously like Sony's had huge hits with like Crunchyroll and stuff. So yeah, just just more Star Wars visions sounds sounds great to me. Um, also, and this might have a bit of a hint about what's coming up on with the Marvel series is apparently um, Disney have submitted what it wants with Marvel for the Emmys and. Loki has been put into like the drama series rather than a limited series because we know there's going to be a, a second season. However, Hawkeye and Moon Knight have been put into the limited series category, indicating that we're not going to get um, second seasons of those shows. And I was a little bit like, okay, that's uh, you know, these shows could, I mean, Hawkeye definitely could carry on. And obviously, we want to see more Moon Knight because this show is fantastic. But then I'm also along the lines of Marvel's in a situation where they can just create a brand new show give it a brand new name and put Hawkeye in there. You know, they don't need to have, they don't need to call them the same way. And in some ways it actually boosts up the amount of content they've got. Cause like, say you've got like 10 seasons of Loki, but if you have 10 different shows all featuring Loki with different names, it looks like you've got a lot more. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like one division is about that particular situation. That doesn't necessarily mean we don't have another series with wondering or with vision and we could see hawkeye carrying on with you know hawkeye and kate or the the it could be called bishop or it could be called you know the way you know they could even give it they start giving these shows like just names you know instead of actually using the titles of of the actual characters but you know they've, they've got a lot of stuff coming out you know we've got like secret invasion is a prime example of a show which you know, we've got characters that we've seen before, but this is a brand new story. And I think we might start seeing a bit more of that rather than relying on those names. There's a lot of different ways they could do this. And like for Hawkeye in particular, you could do the second series. We could say the first series was about Clint and mm. the second series is about Kate. So it's it's really not the same, even though the first introduced her. You could do um, something with the Marvel Knights, which is another one of the yeah. unofficial teams like the Defenders. Uh, and it could be Moon Knight and Daredevil yeah. and Hawkeye. And that's not that would be a, a new series. And you don't even have to do anything but that big scale. You could just be like, here's Hawkeye. Here's Moon Knight. They're in a series together. And then after the series is done, they don't team up again. Now Hawkeye's yeah. back over with the Avengers and Moon Knight's off being crazy in a padded room or, or whatever. They, there's yeah. a lot of different ways they can skirt around the the. The technicalities, kind, of the technicalities, the kind of unofficial official rules of what is a limited series versus what is a, a, a an ongoing or continuing yeah. series. Yeah, and also they could win the award and they go, "Oh, by the way, we're making a second season." <laughs> just, I, just like you know, they could get around it that way. And go, yeah, there wasn't any plans, but there is now. Okay, yeah. they've done that. Be they've done that before with some limited series, and I just feel be, like with Marvel, they've got they're in a special position where they can kind of. Same thing like with Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like you could do another series, with, but just you call it something else and it's something completely different. Yeah, and he, it doesn't even have to be Obi-Wan. There's nothing stopping him from appearing in other shows yeah. or Hawkeye appearing in other shows. Um, possibly not the two of them together, but who knows? Disney can do whatever <laughs> they want. Multiverse is a thing now. Um, yeah, th there's a lot of ways around it. And there might not even be official plans. You, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be, oh, we're waiting to hold off on a Hawkeye season two because we want it to be eligible for limited. It could literally yeah. just be, you know, uh, they don't have an idea for a story right now that they think is worth going forward with. And then a year from now, a writer comes in, and I've got this pitch for Hawkeye. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Let's go forward with yeah. this. I mean, you know, there's so many different ways they could go with it, you know, and different brands and different things. Um, I think 
I just, just in general think now, especially like with the Marvel shows, the concept of, of seasons, and we're seeing it with like, you know, we're seeing it with Star Wars, really. I mean, the book of Boba Fett really could have been the Mandalorian season three. They could have easily have just, you know, moved a couple of things around a bit, and that could have been uh, Mandalorian season three. But they called it a different name, so it becomes a different show, and it comes a different, you know, it becomes its own little thing. And I think we'll see more of that. It's like Ahsoka, you know, you could almost kind of go, well, that's kind of a spinoff of Mandalorian, so that's season five, or you know, and they could just, no, they call it Ahsoka. It's a different show. Is yeah. it a spinoff of Mandalorian, or is it a spinoff of Clone Wars, or is it a spinoff of Rebels, or is it all of the above? It's just a spinoff of yeah. New Hope. That's the way we look at it. <laughs> I mean, technically, everything with the Star Wars label is a spinoff of New Hope. It's like every single Marvel, Marvel series. Oh, it's just an Iron Man spinoff. I mean, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah technically. technically true. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, on one hand, I was like... Yeah, I'd like to see more of Moon Knight, and I'd like to see a bit more of Hawkeye. I definitely like to see that story continue. But they could do a completely different, you know, right. be the they could be completely something else. Uh, yeah, think, so that, yeah. And I think importantly, they shouldn't do things with the characters unless they have an actual story in mind for them. I don't want them to do Hawkeye season two if the only plan is to do Hawkeye season two. I think that was like one of the big problems with Boba Fett for me is it felt like you don't actually have a story with Boba Fett. You just wanted to do a story with Boba mm -hmm. Fett. And if, if they if they were to do that with Hawkeye or Moon Knight or Wanda or mm -hmm. any of these characters where they're just doing a second season for the sake of a second season, uh, it could potentially yeah. damage the brand. You, you well, there's a lot of, well, there's been a lot of talk as well, like with Moon Knight, about, you know, Oscar Isaac doesn't have apparently this big long-term contract because they just want to... It's like, I don't believe any of this. I don't believe that at all. Um, you ain't gonna build a brand new character up with a new actor and then like not sign him up for multiple projects. This, I, I just, I don't believe it. That's my own personal thing of going. They, they're way too deep into the MCU now to be making rookie mistakes like that. I, I suspect there are compromises on both sides mm. with that contract because he is a big name actor and his schedule is yeah. probably pretty tight. But I would expect that he there is a chance that the contract says only one series, but uh, on the understanding that they will continue to negotiate mm. additional series uh, on a case by case basis, which happened with some of the, the actors, yeah. uh, the original actors in the, the big MCU. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't necessarily think, Oh, well, he's got like a, a nine year movie deal or something like that, but there, there's, there's something in place there. Um, and we're going to talk about Moon Knight a little bit later on. I think that pretty much wraps up most of the news. Like I said, there wasn't a huge amount. Um, we did also have confirmation that The Princess is coming out on the 1st of July. So that will be coming to Hulu in the United States, Star Plus in Master America, and Disney Plus around the world. So it's a, it's a princess movie, but I think it's an R-rated princess movie where she kicks ass. And it. we don't really know too much about it, but it's been first revealed. Um, but yeah, so that, that was another big, and we're starting to see these kind of announcements a little bit further in advance with some of the stuff. Hopefully we find out, and um, we've got the upfronts in about the middle of May, which I suspect we'll find out a little bit more about what's coming up in the future then. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up the news side of things. It was a little bit light with Easter and stuff this week. Um, let's talk about some of the new shows and stuff that have been around. Um, so I'm going to start off with some Earth Day stuff. So um, this is stuff is just on next Friday, there's four things coming out on Disney Plus. You got Polar Bear, and you got the making of that uh, Bear Witness, I think it is. Now, um, that one, um, the, the review embargo is not until um, the actual day it comes out, and I've not watched it yet because of 
for that reason because it was just like well, no point. Um, so, but there is two other ones. There's the Explorer, the last toupee, and also or Tempu, or I don't know how they want to try and pronounce it. And then also the biggest, littlest farm, um, both of which come out next week. So the the bigger the biggest little farm is a follow up to a movie that they released a couple of years ago, and they're actually going to be turning it into a Disney Plus series. And it basically follows a guy and his wife and his family that run a old farm, I think Apricot Lane or something like that. And he films a lot of it. And they had they've been doing been there for 10 years. It's all it was a dried out just lump of mud, and they've brought it back to life with you know trying to establish nature and trying to get everything lined up nice and it's very nice and softly spoken, beautiful visuals of a farm with animals and you know, butterflies and everything. And it's very calm. I mean, a bit like we have a show called here, like Country Fire. It's kind of in that same um, vein. Very nice, very open about, like, you know, the beautifulness of having a farm. Not so much the, the grit and getting up at 4 a.m. to, you know, deal with all the animals. There is a few, there is a couple of scenes. There's one particular scene involving some piglets, which um, I think little kids might have, you know, it is the real life aspect of her farm. Um, and with some piglets and stuff that don't make it. So that's, there's one scene where it's like, oh, they, they didn't actually um, hide away from that. Um, but there's lots of other cute pictures of lambs and stuff. And it's about half an hour long. I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed this one. It was very, very simple. Very, But it's like, I, I like farms. I like going to the nearby farm shops and see the animals. And, you know, I'm, I'm literally, you know... I can be in a I can be in a field in about two minutes from my house with the dogs. Um, I like the farm, and it's just was a nice, easygoing documentary. There's not a lot to it, but it's about it's about a farm. There's not only so much they can really do about it. Uh, it sounds like the kind of documentary you normally rail against, kind of like fluffy and uh, yeah. But but I think it's, it was I, it, it was fluffy, but it works. I think with farm stuff. You know, there's only so much, you know, it's like, and I, I think the series might kind of go a little bit deeper into some of this stuff, but it, it was very light and fluffy and I was a bit, but it was like, yeah, but it worked. I think that was the difference is it, it works on a farm. You can do light and fluffy, you know, because of it. It's just the, the type of stuff that it is. And it, just, it, it was, it was, it was a nice, easygoing documentary. Um, then we had the Explorer, which basically sees Alex, who is the free solo guy. And they go off to somewhere in the middle of South America, I think it is. And they climb up this massive, like, wall. Because they want to try and find life on the wall. And there's this... um, Well, he's an 80-year-old explorer for National Geographic. And he's an expert in his field. And they want to try and basically get him up there. But he's 80. And his health isn't really allowing that. And it was a little bit of a mishmash because if it was like, let's take Alex who can climb, you know, and he's like Spider-Man that just climbs up walls and that, you know, hangs on stuff, you know, with one hand just, and you're like, this guy is incredible. But when you put him with these experts, it's like there's a conflict of like, he doesn't know what they want and they want to, he wants to do stuff that they can't do. And it, it kind of didn't, it felt like a show of two halves because unfortunately the, the, you know, the old expert just wasn't up to it. He just wasn't physically able to do what they wanted to do with him. I mean, I think it was a bit like, well, you want to do all this stuff. Why don't you just like helicopter him and like abseil him in? It'd be a lot easier than trying to do it the way you guys did. It felt a little bit like, right, we've got this idea for this plan, but they've not actually 
thought about like the, the guy trying to do it is just you know it, it would have been hard enough doing it with somebody in the, that was 50 or 60 let alone in their 80s it, it felt a little bit a bit of a disconnect and it kind of hurt the show a little bit because they weren't able to follow through on i think on what they wanted there's still some there's some amazing scenery you know they there's some great bugs and stuff you know and you do have that whole feeling of when he's climbing the you get that feeling from free solo but it was a little bit like oh just kind of didn't work it was a bit of a mishmash of what you were trying to do it was odd because i haven't seen it yet but i saw yeah. the trailer back when it was released and even back then i was feeling like why is alex even involved in this this doesn't really have anything to do with with that you're trying to get to the top but the climb isn't the point yeah it, I'm, it, he, he made it much more interesting because obviously watching him doing the climb and nobody's ever climbed up this wall and all the rest of it. And he's, I didn't mind that bit, but that's like 20 minutes of it. And then you got 20 minutes at the beginning and it didn't really match up. It, I would definitely say watch it. If you like, if you like free solo, watch it. But it, I was hoping I was quite, I was kind of surprised because, you know, if you said to me last week about these two, um, documentaries i would have been the complete opposite it was i wasn't really interested in the farm one but the climbing one seemed a bit more interesting they actually was complete complete revert i much enjoyed the farm one because it's like you said there was there was just there was no connection between the two and also you know they're talking something you guys are from completely different backgrounds i understood what you're trying to do with alex because you're trying to basically give him a new challenge you know and and, and he you know he's he's, he's he's good in it but it's like what was the point? They could have just abseiled in off a helicopter and done the same thing. It was it was a bit of a strange one. See, that's that's where the disconnect is for me. It's not that they had to give Alex a challenge. It felt from the trailer like why is Alex even involved in this? The only reason they're using Alex is he's, he's basically the only recognizable name mm. in uh, these kind of sports. And this isn't at least from the trailer. I, I keep saying that, but I won't mm. emphasize. I'm, I have not seen it. Uh, it feels like they're just tacking him on because they needed a name attached yeah. to it that people would recognize. Like, oh, it's the guy from Free Solo. Mm. But even even then, it's like this. It it's not about that. We're only putting that in there uh, mm. because we had to because we put it on the description. And so, yeah. uh, even when it was first announced, it was like this doesn't make sense. And I, I am I might just skip it honestly yeah. next week. I. I I had very little interest already, and it doesn't sound like there's an incredible amount. No, I mean, I would, I would almost say like, you know, you could skip that, basically fast forward until he actually gets to the wall and just watch that bit, and that's bit, that's where it kind of picks up pace a little bit. Um, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as I was hoping for. It's only like fifty minutes to an hour. It's not a, it's not a full. It's basically just one episode of because Explorer's been going around for a while, and they're bringing it back for specials on Disney Plus and. It was that kind of thing. Like I get what you're doing, but it didn't quite connect. But um, so I'm looking forward to um, you know out of the out of the. It's kind of funny because out of the three Earth Day specials, that Explorer was the one I was most interested in, and it's kind of I'd actually recommend now the 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 farm one was the better of the two, and obviously Polar Bear. I'm still like, oh, it's Disney nature. What's this going to be like? It's it's hard to know. So that's uh, that's Earth Day. So that's coming up next week. Um, this past week we had a brand new series launch um, around the world, which was with Kardashians. So this was um, in Hulu on, in the United States, Star Plus in Latin America, 
and on Disney Plus everywhere else. So we had the very first episode drop on Thursday. Um, yeah, this this is a real fun one. This was um, I watched this with my wife on Thursday morning because she used to she's watched the Keeping Up with the Kardashian series, and she said, to, "I said, well, what was the difference?" And she said, "Well, it looked a little bit different with how they filmed it." And yeah, that's basically it. It's um, and there's a little bit more focus on the business side of things, and but it's basically it's keeping up with the Kardashians. It's about their lives. It's about their relationships, relationships with each other, with their partners, with their exes, with their kids, about them running their businesses. It's really drama filled. It's probably tacky. I really liked it. <laughs> Like, I, mean, uh, I got to the end and was like, yeah, that's just typical, like, reality TV show. It is, it is just like, I, I didn't mind it. I'm going to watch this. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. So, um, I haven't watched a, a, a full, ep- I've never watched a full episode of the uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It was, it was cheesy. It was, a, you know, you did were a bit like, you know, I think it's I think about like six months out of date because of how they film it and stuff. There's lots of drone footage. Um, they've obviously got somebody got a drone for Christmas and decided to use it for everything they possibly could. Um, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it is what it is. I know a lot of people, it's got a lot of attention this week um, from a lot of different people kind of going, why is this on Disney plus? Why is it on here? And, you know, it just, yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's got a big audience. You know, it's got a big audience. It pulls in a lot of people from a different background. It's been all over our advertisements. It's, you know, they've been advertising it. I'm on the television. They were appearing on TV. You know, they've been really pushing it, you know, and this is a mainstream TV show that will pull in a different audience to Marvel and Star Wars. Um, if you don't like it, you don't need to watch it. I know a lot of people have been talking about the idea of why is it on Disney and all the rest. But internationally, we have all this stuff. You know, we have, you know, The Walking Dead, you know all these kind of different things. You know this is Disney Plus here in the UK. You know we have we have different content. Um, but yeah, so the Kardashians. Um, I probably won't mention it again other than me watching it. But I I did enjoy it. I did I did like it. Um, I know you 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 were like no, I'm not watching it. Then. <laughs> I I have exactly zero interest in giving them any any of my time. But it yeah. doesn't surprise me that that you found it good. I mean they're popular for a reason. Yeah, that it, it's. It's not a surprise that they're popular. It's not a surprise that uh, that it's going to be engaging, even for people who thought they wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if I watched it, I probably would find aspects to enjoy. It. I might even enjoy it overall. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I'm not about it. To. It's also it's, it's that kind of thing of um, yeah, it is basically it's just it's a continuation of the same show. Um, they're just filming it slightly different uh, in terms of how they're doing it and modernizing it a little bit. But no, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. I'll be, I'll be watching it. It's definitely going to pull in a different audience. You know, that's the thing as well. Monday, we had the finale of The Walking Dead, um, season 11, part two. So we've now just got eight more episodes coming later this year. Um, man, that was a good episode. Again, just um, you can feel it building up for that kind of big finale before they go off and do more spin-offs. But um yeah, I've been really enjoying The Walking Dead. Um so that one's kind of wrapped up this week as well. So it's like, oh Monday morning. See, that's been that thing. And Mondays was Mondays was um Walking Dead for me. And Thursdays was uh the dropout. But now me and my wife will probably watch the Kardashians every Thursday night. You know, that'll be our show that we'll watch together. And that's that is quite nice as well. That's what I liked about like um Dope Sick and the Dropout. 
it's being having those shows I can watch with my wife in the evening and when they drop and go, oh yeah, and it's a, you know, away from the Marvel and Star Wars side of things, it's, it's, it's quite nice having those shows together. It, it's, I, I prefer them releasing stuff throughout the week rather than doing a single content drop, especially the Friday content drop was a bit yeah. difficult for us specifically, yeah. but um, even the Wednesday content drop, it, it would normally end up being, I would just wait because I wouldn't mm. bother turning Disney plus on. But if, if you're in that situation uh, or it's more Hulu over here, but mm. where stuff is coming in throughout the week, you keep going back into the app and checking it out. Yeah, it's it's just I I do like the idea of having multiple days, different shows dropping on the you know because I think we're gonna have um, only murders in the building will be Tuesdays, so you know nice it's just nice mixing up a bit because it can get you know a little bit much all having it all on a Wednesday, and I think it's like normal television, you know we don't all have everything lined on a Wednesday afternoon and then there's nothing to watch a week they spread it out a little bit. Uh, we also had Scrap Tales, six new shorts um, featuring Scrap. Um, I watched some of them. It's a bit like the only thing I really like. I actually, the only one I really like was the one that got released online by the creators afterwards, where Scrap finally gets his um, nut acorn and eats and and that's it. And it was a bit and it was a bit like bittersweet with the idea of like, yeah, that's that's the end of Scrap. I think that's kind of that's that was the last Blue Sky Studios um, project that they worked on. And that, yeah, that's kind of other than this new Nimona, which has shifted over the Netflix. Um, yeah, like bittersweet, really. I don't know if we will see more of Ice Age in the future, but um, yeah, it kind of was a little bit like, oh yeah, these these are cool. They would be nice to see more of them, but have they driven it into the ground enough that they don't want it to come back? I don't know. It's hard to know. I don't, I don't know. We're up to what Land Before Time number fifteen or, 15 <laughs> or something like that. So yeah, if they can get that many Land Before Times, I'm sure they can do some Ice Ages. Yeah, but that, that was pretty cool. I'm just trying to think what else we had. Oh, we had, um, yeah, I haven't watched a few of these things that just dropped this week. I've been one, I want to watch this weekend. I want to watch, um, Le Mans 66, which is Ford versus Fry. It's a movie I've been wanting to watch for ages. I just I have not got around to it. So it's now finally been added onto Disney Plus here in the UK. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that um, that is a, it's, it's not quite as good as it should be. Um, but it is still a very good movie, and it's got some excellent star power in it. Yeah. Right. Let's now jump into the bad boy, um, Moon Knight. So episode three, this dropped this um, past week. Um, so what did you think of episode three? I think it was a much-needed change uh, for the series, switching over to Mark's point of view instead of Steven's, getting some actual action scenes instead of the implied action scenes mm-hmm. of the first two uh episodes and the story advances a bit so not a not like a super stellar episode but it it's a change in tone that the the series needed um and it was something that was like missing in wandavision for a lot of it where you kind of need the mental break from the gymnastics the the mental gymnastics for a little bit and just enjoying a mostly but not entirely straightforward episode and i suspect uh, that there were some lines that were dropped in there that will come back to haunt us uh, in mm-hmm. future episodes. Yeah, it's funny with this one because this one it felt it's like it was, you know, like when they do the the, the, the shifting of the gear a little bit. Um, like we're mid season, we've done the intro, we've got that done. Now we're just going to speed it up a little bit and then pull the brakes back. And you know, we tend to get in these um, 
and it's yeah, it, it was a, it was a good episode. I watched it again because um, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, but I saw it again, and it's kind of funny because there was a few scenes that were a little bit different. There was a little bit more like blood and stuff in place that weren't originally, um, but also the introduction of another character, which. Online, everyone's talking about it being this Jack guy. I know nothing about who he is. I don't know who he is because I haven't seen him yet. But there's somebody else in the body that we don't know who, you know, and he's and he's even more vicious than Mark. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, Jake is the the most likely uh, mm. candidate for that. But I've got some interest. I've got some theories about that one yeah. too. The problem is uh, it does go into potential spoiler t- territory. I I haven't seen episode four or five or six, yeah. obviously, but. Based on the comics, I could offer some some thoughts well, this, on that. I don't really want to. Yeah, this is. I mean, I have seen episode four, so I am. So uh, next week, when I that, I am just ready to. Ca- I'm just desperate to watch episode five because it's just like, like next week. There's a big. There's a big just cliffhanger, and yeah, it's this. This episode was very much like rewatching it again and going, "Oh yeah, you can see how the things are starting to the build for this." It's one of the. It's. It's the first series that I've actually really been like rewatching. Like I've seen every episode at least twice now, um, which is something I've just not, you know, never really done. But this series has just has just got something over me. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm episode three was great. I mean, the whole thing with them doing the sky um, and Conchu and stuff is I I just really like that whole aspect of of the Egyptian gods being involved in it and it really feeling much bigger. Than it actually is. Yeah, it's like we moved away from from the kind of the, the London side of things. You know, the big battle inside with with the the horses and Moonlight just fighting, just great action stuff. You get to see him in kind of in action a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed this. This whole series is just it's just so good to me. It's it's something different, and it's what Marvel needed. Um, it will be interesting to see if they ever bother to square away how all the different gods of the various pantheons uh, are so different. Because we've got one interpretation in Thor, we've got one interpretation in the Internals, now we've got this interpretation. And granted, this is a, a, a holdover from the comics as well. There, yeah. There's a lot of different ways gods come about uh, in the comics. I suspect they won't. I suspect they'll kind of let it just hang there and people will have their theories. But uh it's definitely noticeable at this point that you've got very different interpretations of uh, the various godly pantheons and sets. Yeah, because it's, it's going to be weird how all of this works out with, um, I mean, Marvel have been really like building up on all the different gods and stuff and taking our history and like molding it. So it, and I think that's a, I think that's such a great way that they have done that with, the Norse and with the Greek gods and now with the Egyptian gods, um, mixing all of our tales and our stories. Because that's ultimately what I think works great is when they, they take something that we know and just twist it. And this whole thing of having Egyptian gods and it's like, well, yeah, well, so, so, some, you know, that must have come from somewhere. They had these ideas, so why not integrate it with you know celestials and gods and you know i I don't know it's i'm i'm just loving the whole egyptian vibe i love the music to it um just the idea that it's it's not (laughs) i know they talked about it as well was not it not being in new york and taking it away from america and giving it a fresh it just it's almost like you know like when you sort of eat it's like it's got some different flavor it's got some different spice it just feels more 
exotic and more exciting just because it's just not set in New York City or Atlanta. <laughs> Which you need, especially if you're doing these big, sprawling, crossover, uh, giant continuity things. They have to happen in various places all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a definitely a really interesting um interesting series and yeah it's it's a hard one because it's like I'm like yeah no, no no I can't talk about that yet um and it is like where is it going to go how is it going to move on um there's loads of other issues as well of just like how um how this interconnects with you know the timeline of Marvel and yeah it it, it is just an, uh, a really interesting series and it's. It's kind of bad because in some ways it feels like, especially for the US side of things, this is pretty much just April. There were just, you know, bar a few Earth Day specials and stuff. Um, you know, Moon Knight is literally carrying like Disney Plus right now. Uh yeah, it's yeah, it's something that we've gotten used to, though, uh, without having star attached to it. Yeah. This idea that you're just kind of counting time between the Star Wars shows and the Marvel shows. That's been the last two and a half years. Uh, mm. And it's another reason why they do need to get Hulu or, or Star integrated into it. So there is more con uh, continual content that people yeah, want well, to see. Well, this is it. I mean, this is, I, I mean, it was kind of funny because I, um, there's a topic I wanted to bring up and we you know we've got a little bit of time here. So just, before we jump into that there, um, we're just going to finish off Moon Knight. Um, yeah. So final thoughts on that episode. I uh, definitely enjoyed it. Actually, it's probably my favorite of the, three so far but that's because we actually got to see the action this time rather than yeah. mark uh sorry steven reacting to the action from the last two episodes yeah it it was a it was a change of pace that was needed for the series yeah so that's pretty cool right so before we move on to the last bit of that we're going to talk about so just want to say a big thank you to our patrons and youtube channel members so i'm going to start off with huge thank you to sarah for being um, a platinum member you, your support really does mean a lot and um, we've also got andrew elliot jacob Caleb, red mars man aero got chris cody darren uh we've also got Giuseppe and lauren on the patrons well on youtube we've got dana Raphael, dan ben adam jay Ricky, Dave, Mamad, we've also got my VCR still works. Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Thank you for all of your support. Um, I am going to be doing a live QA on Sunday night, um, Easter Sunday. Because I didn't do it la live last week because I but I generally feel like my voice is, is fine now. Um, even though I still technically ha have COVID, I can't go out, but I feel fine. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a live stream on Easter. Now, this um this week we've kind of seen a major shift with discovery has now purchased the uh, time warner which is now warner brothers discovery and they've said that they're going to be merging in together uh discovery plus and hbo max at some point later so they're going to do a bundle at some point before they eventually do the technical side of put them together there's also um a lot of other discussion about what they might do with some of their other apps like um cinemax cnn plus boomerang etc um, what they might do with all this because we're seeing a lot of consolidation and right now it feels like with disney plus and you know we had the parental controls come in uh, a couple of weeks ago but it's been, they've done nothing they've done they've pretty much done nothing with it i mean i think the moon Knight, i know here in the uk it's a 16 so you have to have that um the tom, the tom brady special i think was a 16 but generally as of right now there has been really very little in the last few weeks to kind of indicate there was a big shift. 
Um, nothing in the in the April lineup. We should hopefully get the May lineup coming up pretty soon. And I know a lot of people have been asking, like, well, what's going on? Why, why is what's happening with Hulu? What's going on with all the parental controls? Why is stuff not? And I'm sitting here now going, I honestly feel like we're at a point like, are they just going to wait until later this year? And when they get the ad tier, when they can do the live streaming stuff with Dancing with the Stars, are we going to get like a Disney Plus relaunch slash thing in the fall? You know, that might be a way of they've been slowly putting everything in place. And it, it feels like, yeah, everything's gone very quiet. And that's usually an indication of stuff coming up in the future. And I, this is just pure speculation at this point. I don't know anything. But I'm now going, yeah, they're, they, they seem to be holding their cards close to the chests. They're getting all the technical things in place. But I'm, I'm wondering if there's a reason why we're not getting this stuff when we want, when we thought we would. It's an interesting line of thought. Uh, not sure really what a like a relaunch would entail, but uh, the idea of maybe a major shift for the app at that time, yeah. the ad tier, of course, being a big one, but then also getting a, a potential content drop to go alongside the ad tier would make sense because that was kind of how it worked yeah. um, with you guys was we, we've got to increase the price. We're, at, we're charging an extra dollar per month, but you are getting literally hundreds of new titles yeah. to go alongside it. Uh, and we know the ad tier will not be uh, popular on social media. Whether or not yeah. it will be popular as an actual um, retail option remains to be seen. All the, all the streamers seem to be indicating that it's extremely popular um, right. with people, especially with new, new customers, because it's a good way of trying it out cheaply, and then you might upgrade later. And there's, right. that, that seems to be it, one in four. I, I would be a little bit cautious of those reports, though, because they do have incentives to to be positive yeah. about it. Um, but we'll we'll wait and see. And even if it is positive, uh, there will always be people uh, detracting ad content, uh, mm -hmm. no matter what, no matter yeah. how reasonable it is. You you will see people just pushing back against it. So adding in uh, content drop, presumably with maybe some R-rated content as well would be a way to to kind of blunt that negative feedback at that time yeah well i mean like when star launched uh in february last year we had it came with a big advertising campaign it came with you know lots of new shows lots of new movies and stuff and it feels a little bit like over the last few months we've been seeing all these changes and stuff you know and it like technically like now in the us you've got the parental controls are there they're there in place now and you've got daredevil but they've not really done anything else with it you know they've announced this thing with the, with the dancing with the stars and they've add, added it and you're like looking they go you guys are putting all these things into place to turn disney plus into like hulu you, the technical aspects are all there now that they weren't a, six months ago and it's like are they waiting to, you know have they sorted something out with hulu and they're waiting to sort that out or are they just going to go no we're just going to do disney plus separate thing we're going to go with our plan there leave hulu to do what it needs to like you know comcast have done with peacock and i'm just looking at this now and I'm like a lot of people and i'm like going look i'm i'm not thinking we're going to get these announcements you know we all want this big reveal of these big general entertainment stuff and it's like it just feels like this you know are they going to just hold off you know, they're going to start doing an advertising campaign in the summer. Are they going to do stuff like the D23, like the big push towards the next year? 
And in some ways, like with television, you don't do a lot of stuff in the summer. You know, you generally hold your good stuff back for the um, for the winter, for the fall, when there's more people watching it. We've got the upfronts coming up in May. They might give us a hint of what's going on. But it's about getting the advert. You know, but if they've got these new shows coming in and they've got the advertising revenue, that's going to boost up the vote. And we've got some shows dropping in the summer. You're going to have like Obi Wan Kenobi, Miss Marvel. It's probably going to be a couple of movies and a couple of things just to tie this over. But I'm sitting in there going, just the way everything's lining up, are going, you know, just putting the math together. And I mean, I could be well off. And then maybe they spend the summer building up the anticipation and the expectation, maybe drop a few little surprise little things in to keep people happy. But I just wondering now, like, are they going with the slow creep creep effect and then do this big, instead of getting star, oh, we're going to add 20th century F, you know, FX or ABC and change it all, you know, maybe add in ESPN plus, uh, you know, it just like we've gone, we've gone there. Like we're into like, you know, it's May in like two weeks. We're just over. And like, they've been like saying a lot of stuff without saying a lot over the last three to four months. And it feels like, are they just going to, are they going to wait out a little bit longer? You know, at the end? I don't know. That's just my, my gut reaction. Cause I know a lot of people have been going, where is everything? Where, you know, they, they've, they've not given us everything. And like, you know, they've, never, they've never given us a plan. No, they've they've never given us a plan, and you know, making shows and movies <laughs> takes time too. And we're coming off of yeah. the pandemic when they couldn't make most of these shows and movies, and we're we're in that drought period where, yeah. uh, you know, there's there's a delay, and so yeah, there's that. But also to the point of like summer being slow, I think that's probably going to be more of a historical thing. Yeah. Um, because the, the big difference of course is, uh, you know, summer, a lot of people are taking vacations. Uh, it's when kids are off school. So you're going to go and do things with them, take mm -hmm. time off work. So you're not at home to watch your shows, but with DVRs that of course changed, it didn't matter. You don't yeah. have to be there. And now with streaming, you can literally bring it with you. If you've got a tablet, if you've got a, a laptop, heck most hotels have them available to you anyway. Yeah. You go, all right. Uh, you know, we're, we're going on vacation. But I'm not going to miss my Stranger Things. Uh, you yeah. know, the, I'll, I'll be able to watch that when we're resting at night or, or yeah. whatever, and uh, it'll apply for Disney as well. So I suspect in the next couple of years, the the summer drought will be less and less mm. of a drought going forward. But it will be this year, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, I just feel like you know, I mean, I feel like they've lined up the summer quite. You know, they're already like lining up the summer run. You know, and if they drop in. She-Hulk or Andor in, at the end, the end of the summer as well. You know, there's enough there to keep Disney Plus rolling in its current situation with new shows. But the whole this whole thing with um, the mature content of going, there's there, there's a reason they've not pulled the trigger yet, and it's almost I feel like they've just they've dropped it in, and they're letting it simmer. You know, they're just letting you know maybe they're waiting to sort something out with what they're doing with Hulu. But all it just feels like the ad tier just feels like that natural level of like, here's a price rise and a price reduction and you're getting access to all of this stuff. And then you need to, and like, and that just feels like that could make a massive boost. And then they do drop it in with a new show and a couple of other things. I don't know. Just for me, I'm just like, a, you know, just in my head thinking, going, look, it just feels like we're getting ready for a, a soft relaunch, like what they did with star when, and I'm like, yeah, that just seems to maybe line up. I don't know. It's just like I said, it's my own personal um, predictions. 
Um, I don't know whether or not we're going to see like ESPN Plus become an add-on within Disney Plus maybe at some point. Um, the amount of ESPN content that's dropping in there, there seems to be some kind of correlation. Maybe we're getting the live sports going there. Depends if they're carrying on with it. Because the thing is, if they can't buy Comcast for another two years, they can't keep waiting to sort it out with Hulu. They have to start. They have to start doing things. And if they can move some of the ABC content over, um, and they've got the HBO deal, apparently that's coming to an end at the end of this year. You know, it just—I don't know. It's just for me. I'm like looking at it, go. Well, if I if I was doing it right now and I was in charge, I'd be there thinking, well, it makes sense to use all of this, do a price rise and a the ads and like mature content and use it all as one and because you need you need all this new content to justify the costs and i think that could do it well you need yeah it, classic marketing you have good yeah. news along with bad news and the, the yeah. good news is supposed to overshadow the bad news or at least justify the bad news and it goes on many many different things but with streaming that does mean we have to increase the price but you're getting a whole lot more and that's probably one of the reasons Netflix has been getting so much flack for their price increases because mm. there's not a positive to go alongside it. Uh, you know, obviously the new Stranger Things trailer yeah. dropped and there's details about season four, but it's like, that's one show where the rest of the shows. And now if you really love Korean shows, Netflix is great for you. If you really love, yeah. uh, you know, imported content it's great but if you really wanted a, a new season of your favorite show there is historically maybe not the best track record and disney needs to avoid that as best they can yeah. and unless y'all think i'm um you know just dumping on netflix it's no there, there's still a lot of very good content it's just they yeah. did not announce anything positive at the same time that they announced the price increase yeah and i feel like like the the crap sandwich is you have got the bread being here is the low-priced offer. Here is the price rise. And then here is hundreds of new shows, hundreds of new movies, um, the library. And I I mean, I'm also expecting maybe the like the hundredth year of Disney when they might start dropping classic Disney stuff in. Um, I think they're 100% focused right now. The team is on getting those 40 countries ready. Apparently, there are lots of... Um, subtitles and dubs and stuff and getting the app ready for all of these big changes the ads etc it's like you're looking at all of it as a whole from a little bit further back than just looking at what's coming on wednesdays and fridays and going like right, where is this landing where is this coming from and i don't know I'm just, it's like just you know you're just sitting there thinking about them going look they're they're obviously not pulling the trigger this summer it's you know it's too late you know and like dropping announcements about like Dancing with the Stars coming in the fall as a live show, but it's still a way off. You know, the, the ads, everything seems to, you know, maybe the um, you know, the, I think like the ads tier is really where they're looking at that. That's when they need to, they can't drop it right now. If they do it right now with the amount of content dropping each week, it's not going to get hit the same way. If they go, oh well, now you're going to start getting, what will they do next? Will they move more stuff over from Hulu? I don't know, but. Or shift some of the sh some of the shows to maybe see every week. You know, you could start seeing stuff like that drop. I, I don't. Know. It just feels very interesting of like going on right now. Going, there's a lot of unpredictability, and then you look at it and go, there's a lot of unpredictability. But if you actually think about it, it actually it, it all the puzzle pieces are being put into place, and you can start going. Well, there's starting. There's a lot of stuff going on here. 
we all want it now. We all want it yesterday. And we thought, I, you know, I thought with the with the mature content, you know, well, once they add the mature section, surely then you're going to start seeing. And it's like, no, they didn't. They just didn't do that. And there's no indication of them doing anything. And I feel like, you know, it just feels like, are they just going to let the summer roll out, get people, maybe drop a few things just to hint at stuff. They seem to be doing it. Oh, it was ESPN, you know, that Tom Brady special. And a few, if they can, they all drop a few things here and there. But yeah, that's just where I'm thinking. I think ESPN moving over is probably uh, a very likely scenario at this point. People have made their, their voices known in regards to having multiple apps from mm. the same company. We really want just one. We, we like yeah. centralized content. And I don't know how well the ESPN content, the 30 and 30 and, and so yeah. on stuff is doing, but they keep bringing it over, which suggests it's it's worth their while to, to keep doing it. Do you think they'll incorporate ESPN Plus or merge the two together? Or do you think it will be an add-on within Disney Plus um, like done with Hulu because there's a lot of other streamers are now incorporating sports into their platform. So I, I, I don't know how they're going to go that way. I think, I, I don't know if there'll be an extra fee involved with it or not, but I think it will get integrated into Disney plus because even though, you know, neither of us are really huge sports guys, but to pretend that sports doesn't drive a lot of television would be very foolhardy and it will drive a lot of streaming. If you can get, uh, you know, Premiership rights in the UK, that's huge. If you can get American football rights or basketball or baseball rights in America, that's huge. And it, it will drive a lot of subscribers, even if you have it as an add-on price, because it's also very expensive for them to license it. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally wouldn't be opposed to just being an add-on within and you paid extra to get access mm -hmm. to sports. I'm quite happy with that. Because I'm not a sports person, so I wouldn't. But look, but then I'm also looking at like what you know, like Apple TV have just brought up their buying out contracts, and Peacock is doing stuff. HBO Max now with Discovery has got sport now. It's going to end up being being a big part of it. Amazon's putting sports stuff. In. It's like you can see the the market is, and you know we've all been talking about how the the bundle is changing and stuff. And I don't know. It's very odd of how looking at everything and going look. Why are Disney putting all this ESPN and it's like the the cross branding, but it, it feels more just like dropping hints. It's like what, you're trying to get our heads into the idea that the oh sport is going to be on Disney Plus now. Because why else would you do that? Because it doesn't seem to make any connection otherwise. Right, and I think the way I would do it is can is keep the documentaries as part of Disney Plus base base package you get those no matter what so you want to learn about wayne gretzky you can learn about that or michael jordan or whoever yeah if you want the live sports i think the best way is to do it as an optional add-on mm -hmm. uh package because i know for myself if they came out and said oh we're doing we're doing a two dollar price increase uh but you will get live sports select live sports yeah. i'd be like uh you know I'd, i i'm not happy with this extra two dollars but if you go mm -hmm. oh uh, for an extra $1.99 per month, you'll get access to these sports. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Great. People will love that. And I don't have to worry about it because I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, but it does open a can of worms with yeah. uh, with multiple packages. Well, here's your here's your package for, for live sports. Um, here's another $2 if you want anime. Here's another $2 if you would like the National Geographic documentaries and so on and so forth. And so 
there is a potential for abuse. So you kind of mm. go both ways on that one. But I also feel like if they added it all in at the same time they did the ad tier, they can blend that price point mm -hmm. so much easier because you can kind of put the price up to $10 or even $12 and go, look, well, we're actually merging in, you know, basically the whole bundle at this point into it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a very strange thing right now. It's just, you feel like, look, something's things are shifting. If you'd asked me six months ago on Disney Plus in the US, I would have been like, well, it'd be nice, but I can't see it. But the, the they've done so much, and you're looking at it going, look, they're, they're planning stuff. You know, why is there no leader of Disney Plus right now? Why is why is everybody else going to just like, well, yeah, because they don't need to put an extra person in place because somebody else is already going to be is, is doing. Um, I don't know. It, it definitely feels like there is a there is a big shift in terms of what's going on with it all. Um, you can see the consolidation within the market. You know, I I was I I was looking through like Hulu the other day. Um, because it's got like these add-ons for like um, CineLinks and Stars and HBO Max and Epics and stuff. Like, well, they're all going to slowly. That's all going to disappear. You know, that's all going to be um, vanishing because those platforms are all going to get shut down. Um, and obviously, whatever Discovery is doing with their thing, Peacock's doing with their thing. You know, you can see all. You know, why why are CBS stuff being on Hulu? Well, eventually, that is all going to dry up. I mean, I was looking for, like, you know, they got, like, one Discovery show or, like, one Comedy Central thing. It's like, eventually this stuff is all going to start leaving Hulu. And they might have to, they might just keep Hulu just running on in the side for two, three years, just slowly just fizzling away while they build up. The, I don't, I just can't see how Disney can just sit there and wait two more years while everybody else is consolidating. And they're just going, yeah, we want to, but our opponents aren't making, letting us do it. But we can kind of do it anyway without needing and just leave Hulu as, you know, I don't know. It's a very strange way right now. But it, you're looking at it going, look, let's just take a step back and go. They're not going to announce it for next month. It's this could be this is months down the line. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, you know, background politics yeah, going yeah. on um, that we don't have no. access to. But it is in everyone's best interest to come to an agreement. The, these companies, as much as you know, publicly they feud and and uh, go at each other's throats and mock each other. Honestly, they're they're all the same group, and yeah, uh, they want to continue working together under mostly positive relationships. So, yeah, the one company or another could go. You know, we're not going to play ball with you. You could offer us, you know, three bajillion dollars, and we're not going to agree to your terms. But at the end of the day, you know, Sony needs the resources. Comcast needs the resources. They all have these like sharing agreements of yeah, uh, all over the place. So they want to continue to work together. Yeah, it's just like I said. I, I've and I've just seen a lot of discussion this last few weeks of like I think the expectation that the parental controls were going to be the the go the, the button go to go on it, and it's like it hasn't really been. It's been very muted since it, and just like. Maybe maybe they are just holding off on. Uh, I just feel like a, a soft reboot seems to be where my mind is going right now, and I would not. They're going to drop little hints to go along, but it all seems to be like say of maybe it'll maybe it'll be a live action remake of Disney yeah. Plus. 
<laughs> and I because I say it like a soft reboot because I feel like that's what we had with Star. That was a, like a soft reboot, like a relaunch of the of the app. And like I say, you know that nice sandwich, that little filling in the middle that we're not all going to like. You know, if you put enough good stuff on either side of it, it yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny that the, that in your scenario, the stuff that we're not going to like is the content. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, they could that because it's a sandwich, isn't it? You don't have, you know, it's like. Well, but I yeah. Know, I, I but in, in your scenario, in scenario, in your scenario, you've got the premium <laughs> bread on top with the really good ingredients, and then you've got like the moldy bottom bread because yeah. that was the price increase like maybe that's not the best analogy in no space, yeah but. but no it is uh, it is a kind of thing isn't it of like if they're gonna do it it's the price that price jump and if they have that lower price to pr point that's where they can kind of go well if you don't like the new price we have got a cheaper version because like i i don't know like, i've seen people oh yeah it'd be like 390 they're not gonna do the the, the ad version is gonna be that cheap they're gonna they wanna try and get this price up past that ten dollars. Well, you never know. Cause I mean, one of the common market tactics is to to have a very low barrier yeah. of entry and then have the the much higher price one as well. Mm. Because if you price them too close together, then no one's gonna go to yeah. the ad tier at all. It's like, oh well, not no one. There there yeah. will always be people who will see it as financially beneficial. But if it's like five ninety nine for the for the ad version and six ninety nine for the regular version, most people are just going. I'm just going to go with the regular version. Uh, but if you have a, a bigger gap, then the appeal of an ad version goes up. Yeah, see, I mean, it's like I think like Paramount Plus is is it five ninety nine or and then nine ninety nine, and right. I and Hulu is about the same. I think it's about um, I think it's like eleven ninety nine with out ads and then. I don't know. It's, to me, it's like that is that point where they could maybe five ninety nine for Disney Plus with ads, and then they go to nine dollars or twelve, or even maybe I, I don't think they could go to. I don't think they could keep it at like six seven ninety nine with ads, and then twelve nine. But then if they're merging in ESPN Plus and a load of content from Hulu, that is that one time that they can go. Here we are, guys. It's the bundle because the yeah. bundle is thirteen ninety nine, but that's that's a that's a big jump. And I think they'd have to go a bit lower than that, and then they can go up, go up a bit next year. Yeah, I think they actually have to go cheaper than the bundle, especially because you, you can't put too much of a gap. Because at some point, you're just like the ad version is a significantly better deal. Why would I yeah. ever pay the amount for the non ad? Unless you're getting like seven ads per break, and yeah. so in which case, in which case, you're probably actually just going to annoy your consumers so yeah. much that they will just ditch you entirely. But this is Disney. They have pricing down to a science. I'm mm -hmm. I'm sure it's not going to be everyone's happy. Oh my goodness, it's ten dollars for Disney Plus when I was playing seven before. People are not going to be happy with a price increase no. no matter what. But Disney will find kind of where it does the least amount of damage to the brand mm -hmm. to increase. I, and I and I feel like an, an explosion of shows, movies, and live sport could be the could be the just like you say, the sandwich to kind of get it, get it through. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just just spitballing and throwing around some ideas and some some theories because I've been chatting to some people and stuff over the last week and going, yeah, just, just kind of feels how it's going. But let us know in the comments below what you think. What do you think's going on? What's 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 the plan here? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember to go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. And I shall see you guys soon. Later. Later.
Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.